You're listening to One on One with DP. Sponsored by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. the guy that gives them more depth at UNLV. Everett Gray brings nine points off the bench for Coach Tarkanian. In less than 20 minutes of play in a game. Here he'll have a chance. Oh, as he goes up for the dunk, Miller takes a piece of the arm. Two. Two on Miller now. Team foul number five. Here's another basketball player with a baseball background. He was a third-round pick of the Astros in 87 was Everett Gray. Let's bring him in. Old man Everett Gray. Let's bring him in. How you doing? How you doing, brother? Tough crowd. Tough crowd right there. Right off the bat. Tough right there. No little, That's not no tough. No Andrew Galata around here. Right? Like that. <laughs> Straight to the jaw. Man, I appreciate you. Thank you for doing this on a Friday. A lot's going on, um, again, in sports, so it's it's it's, it's interesting. I wanted to ask you, because you, being around great programs, like you've seen great programs and you've seen not great programs. Mm-hmm. UNLV had depth, right? You guys had – your second five probably could have won the conference that you guys were playing in. Right? Like, that's a fair statement. So, you need depth and you need answers. When you're trying to build a, a, a good program, and, and, and I'll, I, I'll, I'm going the long route to get to a question about Tarkanian. Mm-hmm. Was Tark responsible for everything that happened in the program? Um, him and uh, Coach Gerg, Tim Gergovich, was uh, the two, uh, I guess you want to say, the two leaders of the UNLV program. Um, the thing is that Tark had his hands on everything, but he did delegate some of his responsibility to people he trusts. And that's the main thing about uh, running a program. Because I used to hear him say sometimes, "You're only I'm only good as my I'm only good as my assistants, and definitely only good as my players." And he knew that, and that's what he stressed. Um, a lot, because I was nosy all the time. Because I, I knew I wanted to get into coaching, so I wanted to pay attention to what he what he said and kind of pick his brain. Because he didn't really say that much, um, but when he said something, everybody paid attention. With with that, if something goes wrong, mm-hmm. so when you guys you had your win streak broken, mm-hmm. what was what was the following day at practice like? Well, you got to realize, DP. So, my sophomore year, uh, we we lost to Duke. We were thirty-five and one, or thirty-four and one, or whatever we were. So that last game, our last game, was our last game. Okay. So going into the season, his last year, which was my junior year, I really didn't discuss anything about because remember we always played deep into the tournament. So if we lost, or we either won, the game was over. So there's nothing to talk about. But. Um, I can go back to when we we finally lost the game to Rutgers at, at Piscataway, New Jersey, in overtime. Yeah, he let us have it after that, and we switched up a lot of stuff. 
and he just explained. He gave everybody their role, and and if you didn't like it, he transfer. You know, back then he was just like, if you don't like it, this is your role, transfer. But if you play hard and play the right way, you will play. Um, and so that that Rucker after we lost the Rutgers, we went on and beat. Uh, we ended up running like twenty five in a row, and we couldn't go to the tournament. DP, remember that year we were. Um, we're third in the country. We're twenty-eight and two. We lost to Rutgers and Missouri that year mm-hmm. with Anthony Taylor, mm-hmm. and uh, and we were twenty-eight and two. Made it all the way to the you know uh, the third ranked team in the country, but we couldn't go to uh, the tournament. Or and then the Big West tournament uh, at towards the end was like you guys can't even go to the tournament, the, the conference tournament, because all you're going to do is take a bid away from someone else who you guys are going to you know obviously going to win. So we didn't lose a I didn't lose a, uh, I didn't lose a conference game for two years, it, 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 like two and a half years. I didn't three and a half years. I didn't lose a conference game. See, we're trying. Oh. To, uh, yeah, but that's that's right. Like that's a part of, and a, a part of the humor in this. Nebraska football falls firmly into that time frame and that sort of dominance. And then now, if I asked you about UNLV's basketball program. You would shake your head, scratch it, and then try to find an answer about why it is in the shape that it's in now. Right. What is the thing that you think needs to happen at UNLV for it to be the UNLV that it used to be? You need to. Um, and you know, I mean, you know me, D. I've been trying to get. I really. I pull for all of my sports at UNLV, even though. You know, we're we're not doing too well in all of our sports except baseball. But the thing is, and volleyball had a good season this year. But the thing is, uh, replacing replacing a legend is always hard. It's iffy. Um, there was some lean years after Tark retired, just like Osborne retired. It was they had a pretty they had some good. I don't think they should have fired Solich, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> so, um, and you know, I'm a DP. You know, I like all sports. I'm a fan of everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, the thing is that with replacing a legend, sometimes the expectation expectations of the next coach is hard, and they, people live in the past, and those past is not going to come back. It's just not. You got to live in reality at, at one point, and you need to hire the right guy that wants to be there. The last guy, TJ. He didn't want to be there. He wanted to be at Iowa State. He finally got there. His wife went there. He kind of coached there for a while. Everybody knew that, and she hired him anyway. And we knew he was only going to be there for a couple of years, and obviously that guy was terrible with the guy he replaced. They didn't. They only won like four games. So you got to get somebody that wants to be there, a young with a lot of energy, and I think they probably did with Kevin. Now, Kevin's never been a head coach, Kevin Kruger. Right. But we'll see what Kevin – got to give Kevin a shot. I know his dad will be behind the scenes helping a little bit, Alon Kruger. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that with Nebraska football, um, I think they did it the right way. They tried to go back into their past. Um, but when they went to a pass, they went to a guy that ran the same stuff as Tom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and everybody, you have to spread the ball. Everybody is spreading the ball. A little bit. Now, if you want to be competitive in Nebraska, you got to go get some dudes from Florida that can run. <laughs> That's you got to right. go get some dudes from Florida. You got to get some. Now, you got to convince them. Don't mind the you know the cold winter months, but you're going to be playing on this big stage. But you got to whoever's recruiting, they need to recruit Florida, California, and Texas. 
and uh, and hopefully they can get some guys there. But you got to adjust to the times, just like with basketball, like stretch five, stretch fours, driving. Nobody really posts up anymore. Like more guys are skilled now. So um, like just like with football, I mean, you can't. You got to spread the ball and run the ball. Not run the ball, but spread the ball out, and you know, and shotgun, and, and those days are over. Even SC is not going to student body right to laugh anymore. Right, they got Clovis in the in the back, and you know, not even under center uh, anymore. So you have to adjust to the times and hire a guy that can actually coach that style of football that you guys are looking for. We're talking Everett Gray, uh, former NBA or uh, played with the great UNLV teams, uh, is now a coach and an athletic director in Utah. So as you manage this stuff, right, When let's say that you're in the building and a program is struggling, you generally try to keep your hands out of other people's soup until the soup is bad, right? And then, you've right. Got, then you've got to step up and say, all right, okay, this, we either got to fix the soup or we got we to serve something else. For you, what, what's, that, what's a line that would be in place that you would say, you know what, I've got to change it. We need to re- change a coach for this program because this program's not good. Well, you already know, DP, when money talks. Right. So if nobody, if nobody's showing up in, in boosters. When boosters start complaining, that's when you're in trouble as a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you need to start trying to figure stuff out. Just like what, what Boone did. Boone knew the, 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 the baseball coach. He knew uh, the, 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 Yankee, the, Yankees, the Yankees coach. He knew he was, he, was, he, was under the, he was under the fire, so he fired three guys. Mm-hmm. So he thinks that's changing. That's going to make a difference. Uh, for him, but the thing is that when you see it coming, uh, it's basically on uh, what's booster saying, alumni saying, and the money man, the money people behind that. It seems like Nebraska still gets a lot of re- you know support for their program, um, but I mean, eventually they want to get back to the glory days. But it's going to take a minute until they get the right guy in there. Uh, I don't know if Scott is the right guy. I like Scott. I watched him when I was younger. I mean, when he was in college, you know, those those teams were great. But those teams are them, them days are over, and you have to adjust. Like I said before, and, and when the boosters start chiming in, and that money start going away, and then that's when you make a change. Yeah, I I, I want. I'm glad you said that because that's been my thought is that as long as the, the account, as long as the bank account is good. They're not going to move, and if people are still supporting it, people are still going to games. I mean, they've got the sellout streak and ninety thousand since nineteen sixty two, right? You know, you got all this stuff in place, right. but ultimately, at some point, wins wins have to happen. Mm-hmm. And for you, how, like when you're watching this thing, if somebody use, loses in year two, year three, year four, year five, mm-hmm. what becomes the, the 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 focus? Is it that money is still coming in, or is it that wins aren't happening? Uh, it's a little bit of both, DP, but it's when it comes down to it, it's it's money and how the program is being being ran, how the how the morale around the program. Uh, and, and if you know talk radio, you can pay attention. I'm pretty sure some people are fired up, <laughs> either for 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 Scott Frost or against. Either way, somebody some people are fired up, and you know, uh, you know everybody's uh, the. I'm pretty sure they uh, they really want Nebraska back on a the map. They're not looking at Nebraska going seven and four or six and four and playing in the potato, you know, the, right. the inside bowl. Right. They don't want that. Right. And I think uh, once those 
once those things start happening where you're you're playing in the Insight Bowl and you're Nebraska uh, and you're okay with that, then that's a problem. You shouldn't be okay with that being Nebraska because everybody knows the history of Nebraska, but we're not going to get into Frank Solich thing. Did I just say that again, DP? Yeah. <laughs> because it's all true. It's all true. All right, so before we let you go, uh, the NBA 75, give me your two biggest snubs. Give me two people that shouldn't be there on the list and two people that should have been on the list. Ooh, DP. Um, I don't think Tracy McGrady was – I think Tracy McGrady should have been on there. Mm-hmm. Um, people making a big stink over Bill Walton. Bill was nice. If Bill, if Bill didn't have feet problems or foot problems. I don't know. I think he had both of his both of his wheels are messed up. Yep. People complaining about 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 um about Bill, but I think Clay Thompson should be on there because of the simple fact that people don't realize if you watch the game, that's why uh, Clay Clay took the pressure off off. Or Steph, because Steph can guard DP right now. No offense, DP. Stop it. But um, stop it. But he can't defend. <laughs> but Clay took that away. Yeah. Because he was a great, but he was a great two-way player. He can score and he can defend. So that's one of them. Bill. Uh, people hating on Bill, but I think he should be on there. I mean, yeah. if it was a top 100, I would definitely have Tracy McGrady and Clay Thompson on that. Um, but you know. You know, this is why we they have these for debate. I mean, it's just perfect. It's perfect for us to talk about it, and um, and uh, and it's great. I don't know. Is Ben Wallace on there? Ben Wallace did not make the list. See, I'm an under. I like Ben. He was my teammate with the Wizards when he first got to the league, um, but and he took care of me when I got 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 hurt. But um, but it, it was just a bunch of guys. But you know, to be in the top 100 or 75 is great. But there's going to be some guys that's going to be pretty pissed that they didn't make it. But you know, this is why it's great for talk radio and and, and us talking off the record on. <laughs> who be on there. That's yeah, amen to that. that. That'll be a whole different discussion. It's, hey, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard should be on. Dwight there. Howard did not make the list. That's literally that's the, the top, one that yeah. was like. Dude, don't realize Orlando Dwight Howard. Yeah, He's a monster. Was a monster. He was a beast, man. I told people, people miss uh, them folks who they weren't connected to the game didn't know how Dwight Howard moved the league in several different directions when he was the top player. And right. yeah, they miss it, but that's okay. We're here to tell them. Ev, thank you, brother. Have a great weekend. I'll reach out this weekend. All right. Talk to you guys. Ever great UNLV, NBA, uh, all around good dude. Uh, we'll throw the break. Come back more. We'll get. We'll do the final segment of one on one when we get back. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.